Welcome to another episode of Bleezy Listening. I am your host, S. Bleezy, coming at you from the garage. It is... What date is it? It is July 18th at 11.55 p.m. So it is almost July 19th. I believe it's Wednesday tomorrow. My boy, Nicholas, got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. He gets vaxxed up. So, prayers, keep him in your prayers. But seriously, though, he just turned one year old, and we had a great party for him, for just family, and yeah, no, just family, actually. It was great. I'm starting to really, really appreciate just hanging out with family. I mean, I'm lucky because I like my family and my my wife's family, and like really just appreciating hanging out when everything's good, everybody's chilling. I don't even have to do anything. I'm just, whatever. We're grilling, sitting by the pool. It's like, honestly, what I'd, I don't know. I don't know why, why that's to me such like a weird epiphany. Like it seems like that's just the dream anyways. But I think for the longest time I've always been chasing something and never was really fully comfortable, fully able to just enjoy the moment um, as much as I am now. I don't know if that, that probably comes just with age. Uh, whenever you see old people, they're just chilling always. But I've just figured it was because that's all they can do. They're literally trapped in their fucking aging bodies, but... While there is truth to that, I think they also have come to just appreciate just chilling. Anyways, so what's in the news? Andrew Tate was interviewed by Tucker Carlson uh, on July 11th. Uh, I've talked about Tucker Carlson before. He used to be a Fox News guy. He got fired. And Andrew Tate is like an influencer dude who is, I don't know, he's under tr- in, in going through some trial right now in Romania. Um, so it's real interesting. These two dudes, Tucker Carlson and Andrew Tate, are really interesting to me because I don't really know how to feel about them. Like, I, I like a lot of the shit they both say, like, both of them say, like, when I sit down and listen to, like, this interview was two and a half hours. Mostly it was, like, Andrew Tate talking about his points and stuff. But you could tell when Tucker Carlson was, like, agreeing with him or whatever. And um, I don't know. Like, the things they say and talk about were, like, things that I pretty much agree with. There was only a couple things where I was like, mm. Like, Andrew Tate at one point was talking about how the Muslim countries, how it's illegal to be gay in the Muslim countries and how he thought that might be like a good thing. Although he did say like, I don't, Oh, I don't think the America uh, that America should, you know, criminalize being gay. Fucking powerful take he had there. But anyways, he was saying like, 
but like the fact that it is technically criminalized there like it's illegal you could still be gay they're not like if you're like an a waiter or something and you're like obviously gay they're not just going to round you up apparently according to him but like it forces them to do what they gay people forces them to like be in the shadows or whatever i don't know i don't exactly remember the word for word what he said but it was something along those lines and tucker carlson was like yeah totally totally and so i was like mm, that's a little that's a little extreme i think you're allowed to be gay um <laughs> but like just aside from this interview really quick like i think it's like fascinating how how scared some straight people are about like either them being becoming gay or their kids becoming gay it's like i don't i really don't think it's one of those things you can be manipulated into like you could maybe be you could definitely be manipulated into doing some gay shit but I don't think anybody can force you to like it. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. Uh, maybe with enough programming and mind control and like, I don't know, propaganda, you could turn a straight kid into a gay adult. But I just, I don't see that happening. And I honestly, they've tried a lot. They've tried real fucking hard to do it the other way around and it never works. Um, a lot of religious people or whatever, right up until probably... Going on right now, they have these, like, conversion camps where they try to turn gay kids straight, and pff, that shit never works. So, like, I don't know why it would ever work the other way around. If you're gay, you're gay, I think, and that should be fine. Um, I don't think you have to... You shouldn't have to worry about it, you know, and you should be free to fucking find other people you want to hang out with, whatever. Like, you don't have to... I don't know, it's real dangerous when you make something illegal. Look at the drugs situation. Look at anything. Um, I, I really don't think you should make anything illegal. Prostitution. It always ends up in, <clears throat> in like, A, there's a criminal element to it. So people do still end up making money off it, but it's the wrong type of people. And B, it's real dangerous for everybody involved. The, the people doing it, the people fucking... I don't know, it's just... <sighs> It just seems insane to me that we don't ever learn lessons from history and shit like that. It's like, I don't know, people in general are, are, real, are real strange, but I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, the Rolling Stone magazine wrote an article about this interview. See, the thing about Andrew Tate is he, according to him, he's being like, there's like a witch hunt for him from like the uh, traditional media, like mainstream media. He calls it the Matrix um, for various reasons, I don't know, and I, like, uh, the thing is, like, he'll, he'll talk shit about the media and stuff, and it's like, I agree with him, this media is dog shit, so, you know, you can't fault him for saying that shit, but it's like, I think, honestly, <clears throat> my take on Andrew Tate is, he reminds me a lot of a rapper, like, a real, real hardcore rapper that was, like, real street, right, <clears throat> but then in his private life, he doesn't necessarily do that shit that he's rapping about, but he sells a lot of records based off of the shit that he's talking about. This guy, <clears throat> he's got, he, it, he said that he has a bunch of kids and he has like multiple, I, I, I don't know. I think he said mothers, plural of my children. So I think he has more than one baby mama. I know for a fact that fool doesn't just go in there and be like, bitch and tell her what's up. Like, I don't know, maybe he does, but that it, it's just like, it's it's a character, you know? It's like some something to play. And you get a lot of 
you get a lot of views. You get a lot of like, I don't know. It's, I think, I think he's smart. I think he's like a smart influencer, you know, but I don't think he should be like some kind of Messiah, somebody to be worshiped or anything like that. But I don't think anybody should be honestly, like if he's saying good shit, take it for what it's worth. You can agree or not. You know, I don't, I, I love it when people just get fucking all flustered and out, bent out of shape about everything nowadays. And now the Rolling Stone, they're pretty upset. The, uh, let's see, the, the title of their article is Andrew Tate compares himself to Titanic victims in nauseating Tucker Carlson interview. Carlson gave Tate, who was charged with rape and human trafficking in Romania, free reign to invert his own reality. So that's that's how Rolling Stone feels about it. Um, maybe I'll read a little bit. I don't know. It's just funny. I just think it... Because I listened to the whole interview. It was like two and a half hours. And honestly, it's like, whatever. It was good. They honestly are just... Andrew Tate's talking a lot about how he's a scared... He's He feels like he's some kind of soldier in some kind of fucking morality battle going on right now. And he's he's like on the front line just battling the fucking woke uh, people that are trying to turn kids transgender and they're trying to I don't even know what he's everybody's scared of but like he's you know he has assumed the the role of like the general in the fucking army against it that's what it that's what it feel felt like and he's talking about I don't know but then he'll talk about a lot about like oh you should hang out with your kids you know you should raise your kids one thing he said that I agreed with was like he was like, yeah, it's, it is very difficult to raise kids. And that's how I know that he spends time with his kids because he's like, it's fucking hard. It's, it's really hard. And he's like, you got to put in a lot of time and it's re- a lot of effort. And if you're going to do that, then you're allowed to tell them like how, to, how you think they should live, you know, like, because for, for a little while, for, you know, for a long time, I've been thinking about like, oh, my kids are their own people. I don't want to try to influence the one way or the other. I just want to let them figure it out. But it's like, dude, somebody's going to be teaching them. And like I said, I don't think that, I think people are who they are fundamentally. And like, if you're somebody who, I don't know, I think there is a danger though. Like there's the whole mentality of people who join cults. It's like, you can get, it's, it's, you can get influenced by people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, even fucking listening to this Tucker Carlson interview with Andrew Tate, I was influenced by them. I'm like, yeah, fucking, we got to watch out, you know? But then, like, you just got to take a second to think about the actual reality of things and, you know, put aside emotions for a second and hysteria and be like, wait a minute, are, is there a real threat of my son becoming trans just based off of what he's seeing? Like, who, I don't, I doubt it, you know? So... Anyways, um, it's funny. I, it made me think of this Norm Macdonald joke. He was talking about, somebody was talking about like a time machine, taking a time machine to go back and kill Hitler. And he's like, everybody talks about time machine to kill Hitler. He's like, I'm afraid that if I went back in time to kill Hitler, I'd be caught in his gaze of his beautiful eyes and oratory and I'd end up joining the fucking movement. So, meaning like, <laughs> he'd go back in time and then he go ready to kill Hitler, and then all of a sudden he's listening to Hitler talk about the fucking Nazi movement, and he's like, "Oh shit, what?" Starts agreeing with it. <laughs> I don't know. You, you got to be careful about who you're following, I guess. But on the same token, I just think like, okay, you can listen to anybody, you know. 
it, like, even a the worst fucking person could probably have some good points, you know, like, and, and on the flip side of that, somebody who you think you should like, somebody who you identify with as part of your tribe or clan or whatever the fuck, they could be talking some shit that you don't agree with, but you're like, man, maybe I should be agreeing with them. But then honestly, like, sometimes you gotta, I don't know, you gotta think about like what you really feel is right, I guess. Anyways, one second. Okay, so <clears throat> let's get into a little bit of this Rolling Stone article. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I just want <laughs> It's just funny how much, like, they hate this fool. Um, <laughs> on Tuesday, former Fox News host Tucker Carlson opened his interview with social media personality and alleged human trafficker Andrew Tate by lamenting how many young men have withdrawn into pornography and touted Tate as potential tonic to the blight. Despite Carlson's disdain over porn... The host left out virtually every relevant detail of Tate's documented webcamming business, instead allowing Tate to paint a rosy picture of himself as a woefully misunderstood family man who's been targeted by the global matrix. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that was like one of the themes of the interview was like how dudes watch too much porn and how it's probably not good. Um, and yeah, they didn't, I guess they didn't talk about the fact that Andrew Tate um, had like a webcam business he was running, so... But, I mean, I don't know. Can you have a porn business and be and not watch porn? Maybe. Again, like, I think this fool will just say whatever. Whatever he thinks is going to be, like, shocking or, or whatever. I don't know. Maybe he truly feels like this, but it's funny how... It's just funny how, like, we always prop up, like, one individual and then, like, we all descend on on that. Not descend, but, like, we all look at that person, like... And argue about argue about argue about like their views and shit. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyways, um, though Carlson kicked off the interview by imploring viewers to make up your own mind about Andrew Tate. Tate began by spouting verifiable falsehoods when asked what he was charged with. Tate claims, with an amusing expression on his face, that he was charged with being the head of an organized criminal group which involved recruiting girls to make TikTok videos to steal the money from TikTok views. This is a claim that his brother Tristan also made on their stream last month. Uh, blah, blah, blah. While it is true that the court documents from Romanian authorities allege that the Tate brothers were, quote, forcing victims to perform forced labor on TikTok, prosecutors also claim in court documents that the brothers forced these women to make adult content on OnlyFans for them, while also posting on social media for 12 hours a day with little more than a five-minute break. <laughs> okay, first of all, there's if there was like a bunch of chicks that came out that were victims of this dude and, and were saying this shit, then that'd be one thing. But according to Andrew Tate, and he's going through the trial right now, there are no... Girls, any girl that he's ever worked with, according to him, said everything's on the up and up and they're all like chill or whatever. At least like they're not they're not the ones bringing this. Apparently. Um, so that's that's weird to me. Like and it's like, OK, there are a lot of chicks that or kids or whatever, maybe now adults that were accusing a bunch of the Epstein fucking island, a bunch of Jeffrey Epstein's friends are being accused right now of some pretty heinous shit with kids and girls and whatever. And nobody's like 
acknowledging none, none of the mainstream media people right now are like acknowledge writing articles about on this level of this caliber about that situation so like it's just that's why it's just so interesting to me like it's just like some kind of weird fucking professional wrestling movie shit going on right now we're like you're rooting for people, but like I doubt that the people you're rooting for have the actual personality or are the actual people that their characters are being portrayed as, if that makes any sense. Anyways, let's read a little bit more. One source close to Tate previously told Rolling Stone that women who worked for the brothers would be pitted against one another to go live on TikTok battle. Okay, you can't just be like one source. You can't, you can't do that. Like you could, I could say anything. One source told me this fucking... Like, whatever, you know, it does whatever. This is bullshit. Um, <clears throat> the image of Tate conjured for Carlson of an aging man bound to familial responsibility. That, Andrew Tate is 35, by the way. This fool is, that's another thing that makes me a little bit skeptical. He's got, like, all this wisdom and shit, and he's, like, four years younger than me. Like, I'm like, how much life have you lived? He's, like, crazy rich. His dad, by the way was in the CIA. His dad, his fucking dad was a CIA agent. So right there, you're like, okay, okay. This guy's dad was a C- in the CIA. Not that that 100% means anything, but it doesn't not mean anything. Then this fool's got like a lot of money, whatever, that's fine. But you could be like, oh, somebody's just bankrolling him and, you know, causing, stirring up emotions of fucking people, you know, like, who knows? Who knows what kind of weird chess is being played or if it's even part of it. Or if he's just some influencer dude who is really smart about, like, finance and loves to talk shit. But, I mean, the fact that he's even in Romania, like, they asked, Tucker Carlson asked him, like, why, he's in Ro- why he lives in Romania. Because it is, like, such a fucking hub for human trafficking. You know, it doesn't look super good. Um, on, at, like, as far as, like, Andrew Tate being there, you know, and... Like, Andrew Tate was like, oh, like, I like... One of his answers was like, oh, I like nature, and this place has a lot of nature. I'm like, mm. And this same interview, he's bragging about, like, his private jets and all this shit, and how he doesn't... He's not really a climate activist, obviously. He was, like, in a pretty famous Twitter feud with Greta Thunberg, and that's why he... One of the reasons why I think he went to jail or something. I don't know. It's all this... That Greta Thunberg girl, she just met with that Zelensky president from the ukraine and that is just a weird fucking thing she's definitely some kind of actor in this fucking weird play that's going that's going on right now because why would a president of a country at war be meeting with some retarded climate activist teenager chick you know it doesn't make any sense that doesn't make any sense like war is obviously very um bad for the environment you know like it doesn't whatever that just is fucking ridiculous. That whole thing to me is, is, is ridiculous. But anyways, okay, so, but the image of Tate conjured, blah, 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 method convinced... His indictment reflects Tate's alleged use of lover boy, lover boy method to convince women he was romantically involved... To convince women he was romantically involved with to engage in sex work on his behalf. So basically, yeah, he was talking about how because there's no women that are like documented as to complain about what he was doing with them. They're saying whoever's fucking bringing this trial against him right now is saying that he was able to manipulate them to fall in love with him. And so therefore they, they didn't even know they were being abused, which seems insane to me. 
Um, but let's see what this article says. Tate himself provided an explanation of his methods in his 2018 PhD, quote, pimping hose degree program. Damn. What if you're like, I got my master's. I got my fucking master's in pimping hose from Andrew Tate. Anyways, that featured this description on its webpage. My job... Okay, so this is the description on Pimp and Ho's degree. My job was to meet a girl, go on a few dates, sleep with her, test if she's quality, get her to fall in love with me to where she's doing anything I'd say, and then get her on webcam so we could become rich together. Honestly, that doesn't sound that bad, you know? Um... But yeah, I can see where they get, I can see where they get that, um, alleged, alleged way of him doing this. I don't know. It it all seems very shaky to me. It's like I said, there's some pretty hard concrete, like cases out there that aren't being investigated a la Jeffrey Epstein or the finders or whatever the fuck that cult was back in the eighties that found all those kids. Like there's there's a lot of shit that they could indict people on like right now. And then nobody seems to be looking into it, but like the fact that they're going so hard for this fool and you know, they're just trying to dig up, you know, that if there actually was something, he would already be just done away, locked up. But the fact that there doesn't seem to be anything on him, it's really weird to me. Um, during the interview, Tate also reiterated his story that he sprung from rags to riches and that he grew up in a, council estate with a single mother from the absolute lowest echelon of life to becoming a kickboxing world champion kickboxing i only said it like that because that's how he said it he's like he's got an english accent he's it's, that's weird too because he had a dad a cia dad that lived in america in the u.s and then his mom apparently lived in like england in like some slum and he had to like fight his way out of this slum like the fucking karate kid anyways this is a claim that he and his brother have often peddled in their podcasts as part of their marketing materials. A source who knows the brothers, again, a fucking mysterious source, the Rolling Stone. This is like, this is supposed to be like the pinnacle of journalism. And they're like, a source who knows the brothers, when they were younger, previously told Rolling Stone he never came from poverty and that the brothers had a Porsche and Ferrari during the time period when they said that they were struggling. Again, Carlson does not press them on this. I I would have to believe I I've got to believe that I know the type like as much as I love a good rags to riches story like the older I get and the more I see and the more people I talk to and the more rich people I know and shit that shit is just not how it goes it's like you're rich to rich or you're rags to like doing okay but that fucking rags to riches story I think that shit is put in front of us to like make us think that we have some kind of it's an illusion uh, of what's possible you know um but that's i don't know anyways whatever 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 so this is some bullshit like i said don't even fucking listen to this fool well one thing i thought was hilarious is he was talking about like so like he he will talk about good shit like he's like oh it's good to be in good shape like a strong body is good fucking strong mind or whatever i have to agree with that you know and he's against alcohol or he doesn't he said he shouldn't drink alcohol which i honestly i agree with now um, and I'll get into that a little later too, how my sobriety's doing. Um, yeah, he was like, I don't really think you should watch that much porn either. Honestly, like, I think his porn is just like, kind of like alcohol, I guess, let's say alcohol or whatever drug. It's like, 
I guess it's good. Obviously, like, evolutionarily, you fucking, a guy wants to watch it. I don't know how, I can't speak for women, but guys, I can speak for men, and for most men I've talked to fucking, everybody watches porn, you know, like, it's just, you can't, like, not. It's like one of the, right when you're, like, right, I guess, pre-puberty, like, even right when your, like, instincts start coming online, your sexual instincts start coming online as, like, a young, just person, a kid, right then you start getting gravitated towards fucking porn or whatever. I can remember, like, seeing, like, the fucking Victoria's Secret catalog or whatever and being, like, you know, that cliche shit of being, like, oh, my God, and it was, like, could, like mesmerized, you know, like, before you even know why, before you even know what it was. So, yeah, like, getting down some kind of new, the way porn is now, like, that is something I think about all the time with my son and stuff. Obviously, I'm going to have to sit him. My dad, my parents, my mom kind of, like, talked to me about it a little bit. Like, she kind of tried to explain to me when I was young about, like, the difference between art, like, nudity and art and stuff, and then actual porn. But, like, it's so awkward to talk to your mom about that kind of shit. Honestly, like, I think, and my dad, I, my dad never fucking said anything, I don't think. I can't remember anyways. But I think it's, it's for if you have a son, I think it's, the dad to fucking talk to you and not just sit you down and talk to you about it. That's like, I think you should just have the type of relationship with your son where you're talking about everything all the time. You know, that's what I'm going to try to do because, and if you don't make it awkward and you're just talking about it, talking to them, like whatever, then I think it wouldn't become awkward. But even without any kind of proper fucking introduction to any of that, any kind of that shit from like anybody in my family, really, I still, I feel like I did. Okay. And it just goes along with my theory of, like, unless you go out of your way to really fuck a kid up psychologically or whatever, or physically abuse them or psychologically abuse them, like, they're going to be okay. They'll find their own way. They'll find the shit they like, they're into, you know. And as long as you don't fucking shame them on the same, like, token, like, don't push them into anything and don't shame them away from anything. Kind of just tell you, tell them how you feel about it. Tell them what the norm is, like, what society kind of is going on in society, what you feel about it like and maybe your wife and you might you might even not even feel the same way about it subject and you can tell them that shit and be like hey this is how i feel about it this is how your mom feels about it she can say how she feels about it and then like you could be like and you know how how do you guys feel about it you know what do you guys talk about in school or whatever and honestly if that shit is too too awkward whatever just for them to answer i mean then whatever just tell them how how you feel about it and i think a lot of this gets cleared up pretty quick but i don't know I don't have teenagers yet, so... And I have I have boys. I know raising boys is a little bit different, probably, I'm guessing, than raising girls, but... As far as this Tucker Carlson... Okay, what else? I have, like, I, just, I had a couple of notes. Porn. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing about porn. It's, like, everybody's always worried about the kids and porn. It's, like, what about the adults? Some adults... I have to think that some adults are just fucking watching porn just all day, and that can't be good either. Um... For, for obvious reasons, various reasons. Um, but anyways, yeah, like, I think porn is all right, I guess, if you, unless you get, like, it's into some kind of weird, weird fucking porn rabbit hole or something. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say I haven't been there, but that's how you know. That's how you know when you've gone too far. you got to be like, okay, okay, let's uh, take it back. And honestly, like, nowadays I think I could probably just take it or leave it it's not like I'm fucking on porn all the time anyways so it's like whatever but anyways okay so that's porn um he was talking about yeah how he smokes a bunch of fucking tobacco 
like he smokes a bunch of cigars and drinks like fucking 50 cups of coffee. No, he said, I think he said like 10 cups of coffee a day. And he was saying that's like good for his testosterone or something. I don't know. Honestly, cigarettes probably aren't that bad for you. I know people that have been smoking a long time. Let's put it this way. Like alcohol, if you drink a lot of alcohol every day, you're going to, you're sure to just die. If you, or have like some serious problems. If you smoke cigarettes every day, like, a, I don't know. I don't know how much is a lot, but if I don't, I you could probably be all right for a while. So I don't know. <laughs> and you could get lung cancer and not even smoke cigarettes ever, but it's just like any, I guess that's just like porn too. Maybe like just, you can have cigarettes, but not that much. Uh, who knows? People, that's another thing people don't always talk about is everybody's fucking different. Some people can take it. Some people can take just walking around in a daily life. Some people can't. Some people can't even take that. There's people out there that can't even just fucking just exist in a day, like without like full on medication or help, like full on help from another person or multiple people just to get by. And then other people seemingly are just out there killing it with no like distractions or whatever. And then like I think I'm somewhere in between where it's like I'm walking the line between like I'm doing what I love and I'm really lucky and I have people that love me and I'm I'm really like I feel like I'm successful in life. And at the same time, sometimes I just like have existential just fucking freak out about like what even is this life? Like what like what are we doing? Like what like there's the unknown of tomorrow that's like so great and yet like here we all are sitting here like I, I don't know. So exactly what I'm saying is like, I think there's a lot more people out there who have a veil of everything's cool. This is all good. We're all going to about our business. And then like right under the surface is like a complete, there's like just a little bit away from like a complete fucking meltdown or freak out. I don't know. I'm not saying that I am, but I can tell that anyways, I don't know what I was talking about. Everybody's different. Yeah. Some people can smoke a pack a day two packs a day, whatever, and they're going to fucking live. Some people will smoke that shit and they will get some fucking cancer. So I don't, who knows? I think honestly, cancer has all been some kind of psyop. I think there's shit in our food and water and stuff that gives us cancer or like the sunscreen itself will give us cancer. But then the actual shit that we're, you know, being told gives us cancer might not, I don't, who knows? That's the thing. Like, no, I don't even think they know about fucking cancer yet. Or like even allergies. I don't even think doctors know what, a fucking mechanism for why some people get allergic to shit and then later on in life that same person isn't even allergic to that i don't even think we know anything as much as we think we do about health i think whatever anyways let's take a second gotta get some water okay so moving on oh actually no i was gonna mention one more thing about this Tucker Carlson, Andrew Tate interview. <clears throat> Andrew Tate mentions Adam22, who is a dude that runs No Jumper website and podcast Empire. And there's something really weird about that Adam22 guy. He is another one of these characters that I think there's more than meets the eye. Because I've talked about him in past episodes, but like this dude started a BMX blog called No Jumper, and now it's, like, the fucking hub of, like, certain section of social media. Anyways, 
like it, it it's like the rap culture like there's a lot of podcasts and shit that they do they have on rappers and porn stars and all this shit anyways this dude adam 22 anyways andrew tate mentioned him because recently i guess he adam 22 married a porn star who had only done female scenes like lesbian scenes or whatever i guess she was never done a male a scene with another male and then like i guess weeks after they got married she did her first male scene and she did it with some dude and like it's very it's very strange to me that shit is kind of just weird to me like they're putting it out there like they had a podcast with him adam 22 and his wife and the it's like some black dude that like fucked his wife and it's obviously really awkward. I just don't know what the whole, like, that part of the culture... I don't know. Andrew Tate was, like, horrified about that. <laughs> and I just think that it's another thing that is just maybe trying to normalize swinging or some shit. Maybe not. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird to me. I don't know why you would do that or put it out there. Um, she was obviously perfectly happy doing female scenes. I don't know. I didn't listen to the podcast. I don't even really have a take on it, honestly, if... Like, if that is what he wants, like, he's cool with, like, not only... It just reminds me of the whole Will Smith situation where that Jada Pinkett Smith made a whole big deal about how she, like, fucked some other dude. And then Will Smith is sitting there looking like, oh, like, okay, he's okay with some some other dude fucking his wife. And then if that wasn't bad enough, it gets rehashed and, like, rethrown into the whole worldwide media after he slapped Chris Rock. And then they're like, well, why'd he slap him? It's because, oh, his wife was fucking some other dude. And then Chris Rock was joking about it. And it's like, dude, there seems to be some kind of theme going on here about like alpha male type dudes getting their wives, letting their wives like fuck other dudes. And then and then like whatever, like I, like I said, that's fine. If that's within their relationship, they're cool with it. But then like the fact that they have to go so out in the open with it and then like be obviously awkward about it. Like Will Smith was obviously not happy about it. I I can't imagine how this Adam 22, I don't see the thing that was weird about Adam 22. Also his, his dad was really close with Bill Clinton, I guess, back in the day. I don't know. I just listened to a clip of a interview with Adam 22 talking about how his dad worked for some, sounded like some kind of shady construction fucking company or something. I, I have no idea what his tie to Bill Clinton was, but it, he was trying to explain it and I couldn't understand. It sounded like some weird mob construction company because his, his dad, Adam 22's dad ended up going to jail for like a year and then got a presidential pardon from Bill Clinton. And he said that Bill Clinton was like always around in his childhood. Now, there are allegations, allegedly when Bill Clinton was going to Epstein Island all the time, there is rumors that he was like fucking little boys there. Like he wasn't even into the girls. He was like, where the boys at? So it's like, was Adam 22 like, like raped by Bill Clinton? And then now he's getting, that's why his part is, that's why his empire was like, you know, that like, who knows? Maybe I guess that's one line of thinking. (laughs) <laughs> but it might be a stretch. Anyways, that was just a random... That was some random other tangent. <clears throat> anyways, I'm ready to stop talking about that bullshit. But anyways, um, 
Also in the news, something weird to me. Okay, so there's two stories I'm going to talk about. There. The first one is about Tom Holland, the actor that played Spider-Man. And he is sober. He, he stopped drinking alcohol exa- pretty much exactly the same time that I did. Which is, I don't know why that's so weird to me. I, it was around New Year's Eve, or New Year's, I guess. It was after New Year's Eve for me. Um, but it was like 18 months ago, okay? 2022, New Year's. So I guess, I'm sure a lot of people stop then, you know, or whatever. As people sometimes make resolutions on New Year's and shit. But it's just weird to me that, like, he's talking about it now. And, like, it's the same. Anyways, he just did an interview with Relevant Magazine. Which I was thinking, why don't I just read Relevant Magazine every time before I do a podcast and then I can talk about what the fuck's relevant. But anyways, Tom Holland is opening up about his journey to sobriety. Quote, I was definitely addicted to alcohol, not shying away from that at all. The Spider-Man actor revealed on an episode of On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Holland shared he had challenged himself to dry January in 2022, abstaining from alcohol after a particularly boozy holiday season. He admitted it was much harder than he anticipated. All I could think about was having a drink. He said, I was waking up thinking about it. I was checking the clock. When's it 12 p.m.? Just really scared me. Holland decided he needed a change. Holland decided he needed to change something and challenged himself to not drink until his birthday on June 1st. My birthday is June 15th. Maybe I am Spider-Man. No, I'm just kidding. By the time I got to June 1st, I was the happiest I've ever been in my life, he said. I could sleep better. I could handle problems better. Things that would go wrong on set that would normally set me off, I could take in my stride. I had so much better mental clarity. I felt healthier. I felt fitter. (laughs) I just picture him going off on some buddy Christian Bale style on set. That's funny. But I have to agree with him. I feel great, too. And I feel all those things. <clears throat> Holland then evaluated why he was so drawn to alcohol in the first place. Why am I so enslaved by this drink? He questioned. Why am I so obsessed by the idea of having a drink? The actor ultimately realized he relied on alcohol to feel more comfortable in social environment. I would look back, recognize that I would go to events for work, and I can't enjoy myself until I've had a few beers. Just felt so much pressure. Yeah, that's true. It's like, I mean, in my experience, I was, for a long time, just felt like I couldn't be normal, I guess. I couldn't have fun. I couldn't just be, like, I I can't even describe it now. It seems weird to think about, but, like, I couldn't, I I wasn't going to be, like, my best self, I guess. I, I, I always knew that it wasn't, like, my best self because I knew that if I got too drunk, I couldn't do things like surf or bike ride or, like, I don't know, like, I would never go to, like, diving practice or anything when I was a kid, like, and, like, smoke weed or drink alcohol, because, like, I knew there's certain things where you need to concentrate, and it's, like, you can't concentrate if you're drunk, or you can, but you just don't have balance, and then as the the weird trick about alcohol is if you have, like, one or two drinks, you think you're doing better, like, I would have one or two drinks and, like, ride, and I'd, or snowboard or something, and I'd be like, man, I'd be feeling it, but I think that's a little bit of your brain tricking you, kind of like when you're at a party, and you have a couple drinks, and you think you're just slaying it, and sometimes you are, like, as far as, like, talking, like, being entertaining and shit, but I think you could do that 
it's just, I don't know, you could do that without alcohol. And then honestly, the alcohol one is worse because like, then you drink more and more and more. And by the end of the night, you're all fucking sloppy, or at least I was not being, not being so cool. And same thing with riding, like you drink more and more and more and all, and you end up crashing and you're like, oh shit, I was fucking riding drunk. What the fuck, you know? So alcohol is, <clears throat> alcohol is a, is a weird one. So congratulations to Tom Holland and his sobriety. Um, he said, if I could encourage someone to drink less, that would be great. But I don't want to start getting into the world of you need to stop drinking because it's not for me to say. Yeah, I agree with that, too. But I would say, like, I don't know. It's not as cool. I'm going to definitely tell my kids, like, that shit ain't, ain't cool, you know. And I'm just going to – I'm just really happy that I'm – I, like, allowed myself the chance to get to raise kids – in an environment without alcohol coming from one I'm I just I firmly believe it's the better thing like I cannot be argued on that like alcohol I I don't know like I could feel like I, the weird thing is like I feel like a hypocrite because I'm like oh my god I drank so much from su- like from the age of like 17 to fucking 2020 to, to January of 2022 I drank so much like there was times there was a couple of years actually here and there where I didn't drink as much just because like when I moved I moved to Seattle for two years for example and I I rarely drank now I still drank though I there's still times where I got fucked up you know and it probably I didn't need to so whatever but those times were even dangerous to me because then I would take those breaks and then I'd like kind of trick myself into thinking like oh I could stop whenever you know but then I'd get into the habit of drinking again and that's just, from my experience, it's not a good habit to be in and just from what I've seen. So it's like, I'm really happy where I'm at right now and Tom Holland's there too. So good for him. Okay, so in other Tom Holland news, I guess he did a movie or he is filming a movie or, yeah, he filmed a scene where he plays a gay guy and he's getting fucked from behind again by a black dude and it's weird like black dude fucked will smith's wife black dude fucked adam 22's wife black dude's fucking tom it's fucking spider-man now and it's like i don't that doesn't mean anything i'm just i mean it maybe it does mean something i'm saying maybe that is like some kind of symbol and all more power to them you know uh it just seems odd. To, it, it's just a weird look when, like, Spider-Man is getting it from behind. Like, he's up against a wall. The, in the screen grab that I've seen that's circulating the internet, he's got, like, dark eyeliner on, and he's being fucked, like, from behind. Forcefully, it looks like. by some. It looks like some black dude. I don't know. Um, so, and I was thinking about it. I was thinking, like, Okay, so say you're an actor, which don't ever trust an actor, by the way. Like, anytime they're in an interview or doing anything, like, where they're actually supposed to be themselves, just always remember that these are professional liars. So, like, that whole thing about Tom Holland being not drinking, who knows? Who knows if that's even real? But definitely he was in this movie, and um, so anyways, if I was an actor and they were asking me, like, hey this is a really big movie. It's a good opportunity. Uh, you have to do a gay scene though. I'd be like, okay, okay. 
I will do it. Obviously, it's a Hollywood movie, so it's not going to be like any kind of penetration or anything, I'm guessing. But uh, my only stipulation would be that I would want to be the top. Like, I'm not... I would be like, okay, I'll do the gay scene, but we, you have to write into the script in a way that, like, I'm, I'm the one... Give, I guess... I don't know. I guess American History X has a very famous gay scene of prison rape where um, Ed Norton's character is getting it. So, I don't know. Maybe there's a way... I, I guess in this story, that's probably... He has to be getting it from behind. So, and in American History X, it was a white guy. It was a it was a white supremacist actually. So, um, that is a really intense scene. If anybody hasn't seen it, anyway. So, I looked up. I was just looking up articles online about the Tom Holland sex scene, recent one, and there's a magazine called Them or like a website Them, Them dot us. <laughs> and they uh, wrote an article titled Some Spider-Man Fans Are Whining Because Tom Holland Had a Gay Sex Scene in a TV Show. Okay, it was a TV show, not a movie. <clears throat> All right. Let's see what them has to say. Given the number of superheroes who have fondness f- for beloved gay activities like the donning latex and embracing alter egos, it's ironic and more than a little horrifying that so many Marvel and DC fans also happen to be homophobic. Wait a minute. That is, a, that is, a, that is an interesting intro. Given the number of superheroes who have a fondness for beloved gay activities, like donning latex and embracing alter egos... Okay. Just look at what happened this week when the internet blew up after current Spider-Man actor Tom Holland had a gay sex scene in the latest episode of Apple TV Plus's psychological thriller, The Crowded Room. Based on real-life events, the show show stars Holland as Danny Sullivan. Oh, shit, I know a guy named Danny Sullivan. Uh, (laughs) A young man arrested for a horrific shooting in 1970s New York City. Over the course of The Crowded Room, an investigator, played by Amanda Seyfried, looks into Danny's past in the hopes of preventing future murders, leading to frequent flashbacks. The most recent episode of The Crowded Room flashes back to an evening where Danny sports thick black eyeliner to the club, where he quickly catches another man's eye. They end up having sex in the club bathroom, and later, Holland's character performs oral sex. Hello! Suffice it to say, not everyone was happy to see Marvel's resident-friendly neighborhood Spider-Man enjoying a gay club hookup. The homophobic backlash even led some Twitter users to criticize Holland's new role using the hashtag NotMySpiderMan. <laughs> oh my god. Hashtag NotMySpiderMan. Fucking NotMySpiderMan. See, that's insane to me. I mean, this article itself is insane to me. It's like, obviously, what, what they're surprised that people are going to freak out about that shit or not even... They're surprised that people are going to be like, wait a minute, Spider-Man's sucking dick now? Like, yeah, that's not... That's obviously what the internet's going to say. But, like, also, the people who are so wrapped up in characters... First of all, characters, they're not even real. people. Like, Spider-Man is not real. Like, I guess if you want to go... Um, if you want to be all philosophical about it and be like, oh, he's real because of the collective psyche of our society 
like in his history and everybody thinks about him so that makes him real okay like whatever he's real in an ethereal way i don't know but nobody wants to see him sucking dick i don't think i don't even know even gay people are probably like what's spider-man he's with mary jane anyways um maybe i don't know like i don't really have a problem with it but i understand i mean i don't have a problem with it at all but i understand why the fucking internet would be like (laughs) some people so i understand why there would be tweets like this person saying, no way people are saying not my Spider-Man about Tom Holland because of the crowded room. Then who is your, then who is your Spider-Man? Because they've all played LGBT roles at some point. Yeah, because Hollywood makes people play LGBTQ roles. It honestly makes me think a lot about that whole Chappelle interview he did. I forgot, I forgot who he did the interview with, but he's talking about how they wanted him to wear a dress. And he, he was saying that they always do that in in his case, he was talking about, like, how they always do that to, like, alpha males that are black. Like, black dudes, alpha male black dude actors, they always want to put them in a dress whenever they can. And in a movie, in a commercial, in some kind of fucking um, promotional thing. Um, and then once he said that, you start looking, you're like, holy shit. And you still see it today. To this day, you'll always see, well, to this day especially, you'll see, like, rappers, everybody wearing dresses, actors, not just black dudes either. Like, it's... But he was specifically talking about and there, a movie that they wanted him to wear a dress and how it was so difficult to not do it. But anyways, just kind of feels like that where it's like, okay, we'll give you the role of Spider-Man, but then you are going to have to take it up the ass and suck a dick after that. It's like, okay, well, shit, man. It's okay, but do I, do I have to suck the dick? It's like, yes, you have to. Okay, well, uh, all right. I'll be Spider-Man though, right? You know? So... As plenty of other people pointed out, it's pretty ha- hypocritical to freak out over Holland's fictional backshot, backshots, Jesus Christ, given the previous live-action Spidey actors, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, have played gay roles in the 2000 film Wonder Boys and in the 2018 Broadway revi- revival of Angels in America, respectfully. Yeah, well, that's not, that's my, I mean, that's going with my point of they make, whatever. Also, you know what? <clears throat> there is a point to be made that most actors are gay anyways. So, like, it goes along with me saying, like, don't even believe... These fucking actors, you're assuming, like, Tom Cruise, for example, that's the whole thing about, like, oh, he swears he's straight, but, like, he can act... He can act straight. We all know he can act. So it's like, maybe Tom Holland is gay. Or maybe all Maybe all actors are gay. Maybe they're not. I don't know. It's funny, like... I don't know. It's just whatever. It's it's first of all, who cares? But second of all, it's like, yeah, like maybe there is a tendency when you're gay and you're just some not all gay people can act, but like most people that can act tend to be gay. I don't know, who knows? Maybe not. But um it doesn't seem to be like a big stretch for really like, oh, an actor played a gay guy, because then they could be like, Oh, look how versatile I am at acting. I played a gay guy. You know, it's like it's not that big a deal, but it's just like the picture that was going around is like was so shocking to me. That was all. It's not. It's not even like. It's just like him like shoved up against a wall, like taking it from behind. Uh, it's I don't know. It's literally like Spidey. You're like, didn't your Spidey sense warn you? Was somebody coming up behind you? Um. Somebody tweeted out. Let's see what's uh, Avon. <laughs> Spider-Man and that they... Whatever. I'm not going to read that's a long one. Um, as Twitter uses... Whatever. Watching fragile men break down over the reason Tom Holland is trending is 
sweet wine to me. Oh, honey, you realize that he's an actor, right? He's not actually Spider-Man. <laughs> he can take any roles he wants. Yes, including queer ones. Homophobic fans will have to get over themselves because although meaningful LGBTQ plus representation in superhero blockbusters is still fraught, some subtle changes have happened on and off screen. Last year, Marvel Comics introduced the first ever canonically gay Spider-Man, a character called Web Weaver. (laughs) Earlier this summer, eagle-eyed Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse viewers may have noticed a protect trans kids flag in Gwen Stacy's room. And many fans have since read her story as a trans allegory. All right, whatever. I don't know, like, whatever. That's just as funny to me. All right, well, the web slinger was taking some web, getting slung at him. And yeah, people are freaking out. Surprise, surprise. Okay, so earlier I was talking about like how the news syncs up with my own personal life in weird ways, like Tom Holland being having my around my birthday and around my sobriety date. And then another story that was weird resonated with me was okay, so my family or my wife's family actually, now my family, but my wife's parents and her two brothers her brother's family her uncle her uncle's family and me and my kids all went up to lake tahoe and spent five days up there this fucking amazing cabin that was like right on the lake um baller cabin that i guess is a friend of one of them um my wife's uncle's family i don't know but either way um it was amazing. I had never... I had been to, up to Lake Tahoe, the area. I had partied up there. I had skied up there with uh, David's family, friend of the show, uh, fucking David. <laughs> I've been up there a couple times with his family, and I went up there with the Boy Scouts. So I had been up there, but I don't think I realized how just amazing and beautiful it is. Like, the water is clean enough for you to drink. And I, like, at first, I was like, no, there's microbacteria in there. So when, when Layla's uncle was talking about that, like, I was like, no, there's no way. And then I was Googling it and looking it up. And apparently it's like 99.9% just pure. I mean, it, it says like you go to the fucking middle of the lake and just like, just drink it. And so it's like so clear that you can like, I was kayaking out, like I kayaked out, kayaked out pretty far and you can see all the way down to the bottom. It's just like amazingly clear and beautiful. The whole area should be a national park. The whole lake. It's like part of it is in Nevada and like a, like a third of it is in Nevada and then like three, two thirds of it are in California. It's like right in, in the middle of California where it pit like the inland California where it goes down straight down, down, down. And then it pivots over like at Nevada. That's right. There's a little, well, it's pretty big. There's a lake there and it's, I can't, it's like, I can't describe how amazingly beautiful it is. And so we got to spend five days there, like chilling and nights taking it all in with the family on the beach it was fucking amazing. <clears throat> and we get back and re- like, we, we left, I don't know, 4th of July weekend was coming up. We left that Friday. So we left before I, I apparently 4th of July is a fucking big deal there. And 
after 4th of July, I was getting texts and shit from people sending me this art- articles that were talking about how, like, 8,000 pounds of trash were left on the beaches. Or, like, eight, fucking 8,500 pounds of trash. That was, like, the number that was just circulating all, like, major, all the news media. Like, it was, like, the story, like, right after 4th of July. It was, like, look how much trash was left at Lake Tahoe. And then I was just, like, oh, my God. Because I just, like, literally, that like, days before, like, on the Thursday before that weekend, I we drove all around the lake. And we stopped at all these different beaches. And one was just more beautiful than the next. And, honestly, the neighborhood that I was in... Like, these houses that are around there, you could tell they're, like, people's second or third vacation houses. These are, like, insanely, insanely baller people that have these houses here. Most of them. Like, obviously, there are sections of it with, like, smaller houses. There are parts, there are neighborhoods that remind me of, like, Big Bear, for example, where, like, you could probably afford one. But, like, a lot of, all around the lake, all the beach lake property, and then, like, all around in the hills and shit, the most amazing houses. I saw some houses that had like, when I was kayaking around just our little bay, I was like right near this place called Zephyr Cove. When I was just kayaking around there, I saw these houses that had like decks that went out. They, they would make their own private like lagoons. They would put out boulders out in the lake, <clears throat> stack them up all like huge jetties. They would make their own jetties and make their own lagoons, right? With like diving platforms and shit. So even if the lake was all choppy or windy, in your private little lagoon right off your dock would be, like, just perfect little, like, swimming pool almost, but, like, natural, all, just looked so beautiful. There was, like, a bunch of those style. Also, like, people that had, like, boat garages, like, you pull up your boat and then a crane picks it up, pulls it into a garage, like, houses that had, like, decks that would go out over the lake, connect with, like, a bridge and shit, like, the most, some of the most insane, just beachfront cabins I've seen over this lake. Anyways, I could go on and on about how like how amazing this lake was, and then to see, like we were inundated with these stories about eight thousand five hundred pounds of trash on beaches. <clears throat> I was just like, what the fuck? It's honestly stories like that, and like instances like that, and I believe it too because like, I'm always talking about like I'm for humanity, I guess, or whatever. Like, but honestly, when you, I think the idea of these stories and like, what the fuck? I mean, I'm, I'm against littering, you know, like I don't, I never have littered. Even when I was drinking and partying like crazy, I never littered. There's no excuse to like, there's pictures of the beaches. Just, it's all trash. Like there's just as much trash as you see sand, like on the beach, like equal amounts. And you're like, what do you like? Who would do that? Like there's not, it just blows my mind. There's some, if this is the people, if this is people, like, if I can't believe people would do that to such a, an amazingly beautiful place, like, who, who, like, I don't even care to fucking, like, defend humanity at a certain point. You're just like, oh, you're, you let, let them be stupid. Let them get, dude, fucking shit is out of control. Like, it's probably because there's nobody that's fucking responsible enough to make sure that it gets back into in control. Nobody even cares. Honestly, the world will fucking burn. People will just, as long as their fucking Netflix is running and they can get, like, alcohol and weed and shit, like, they will be fine with it. And this is ridiculous. Like, you're getting to the point where you you realize why shit is bad. 
you know, like th- there's going to be an ultra wealthy class, just like some kind of dystopian science fiction. There's going to be some kind of ultra wealthy class with their own gated communities. They're just going to put a whole gate around Lake Tahoe, this the, the gated community, and then they're going to fucking have the rest of people living in just absolute just fucking chaos and filth and stuff. And people are not even, they're not even going to care. Like, it just made me, and honestly, like, it sounds weird to say, but like, it hurt my feeling. It hurt my feelings, this story. Like, it made me sad. Like, I was, it made me look at humanity like, like, a lot of things you would think that I would lose hope. Like, the whole COVID shit you would make me think would lose hope and shit. But no, like, there are people that were fighting against, like, you know, the narrative or whatever. Like, I don't know, say what you will. I I do believe that there are like people left, but like oh my god, you would you would think it would be the majority of people that like I don't know, I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now, but it really just made me lose faith. It made me lose a lot of faith in people. Like, and then okay, so then I went on Reddit and let's see what Reddit. I'm not gonna read all of them. I'm just gonna read a little bit. Um, this one guy. Beatbox Revival said, it's really easy to blame the tourists here and they are definitely at fault, but this happens every single year. At some point, you got to realize there is no amount of shaming or signage that is going to change drunk behavior. You'd think the state of Nevada would put some additional resources into risk management and planning to prevent this sort of chaos in the future. Why is it on volunteers and Tahoe residents to pick up the mess? Here's an idea. Rope off the beach, have tickets and beer slash food vendors. All the money goes to the league to save Lake Tahoe who do the hard work to keep the beach clean. This isn't hard yet. Every single year, Tahoe becomes a social media post for what's going wrong with America. Somebody else said totally insane. Who are these people? Where do they park their trailer? Many of them have trailers parked across the street at Zephyr Cove Campground. Oh, Jesus Christ. That place, I saw that campground. It was, like, amazing. And I remember thinking, like, this is so great. That beach is, like, there's a campground and then there's, like, the highway, kind of, like, PCH-style highway, two lanes in each direction, you know? And then you cross that and it's, like, a little bit, like, a five-minute hike through some beautiful, like, fucking redwoods. And then you're at this, like, amazing beach, like, and it's real long and that's public, I guess, but... Oh my God. <clears throat> Somebody said, this is terrible, but not surprising. I used to live in Newport beach and briefly dated a girl from Riverside. She would come visit and throw anything and everything out her window when it came to trash. I think part of it was just ignorance, but a lot of it was jealousy. If she had to live in the shithole, she wanted to be sure that everybody else did too. Oh man. That might, I mean, I never thought of that angle. Just throwing some shade at Riverside. Anyone know what beaches got it worst? I want to help clean up. According to this article, Zephyr Cove, Zephyr Shoals was one of the worst hit areas. Tahoe needs to spend money to police the beaches during holiday weekends, put out trash cans, more of them, and empty frequently, and porta potties. I have a timeshare up there given to me from my parents. This is some other guy on Reddit. I have a timeshare up there given to me from my parents who had it since 83. And I know enough to never go up there during the 4th of July weekend. Just hell no. It reminds me of that deep purple song, Slobs on the Water or something like that. I don't know, man. It's just fucking sad. Like, you you get, like, 
fucking just sad. I don't know. I'm like speechless when I see the pictures and shit. And also, I'm just, it's just so weird to me that like here, I've never, I haven't hung out in Lake Tahoe for like fucking 20 years. And then the, the, I get to spend all this time there. And then this, I guess it happens every year, but that also makes you think like, what, why don't they change it? Like, what is up with our fucking government? Like, why is it so hard to keep shit clean? Like, we have the technology. Everybody, I guess it's because the people are just not down. I mean, but I find that hard to believe. Like, there's certain times where they tell you, like, Carmageddon in L.A., they were saying, like, oh, we're going to be fixing two freeways, so don't drive this day. Nobody drove. It's like certain masks, fucking, they told us to wear a mask. Now they're telling us not to wear a mask. Then they told us to va- get vaccinated, and then they told us to get a booster and then another booster, and everybody did it. Or not everybody, but, like, most people went along with it. But then, like, they'll tell people... Are they even telling people not to litter? Like, I, it just seems so fucking weird to me. I guess people trash their own bodies. Like, that's another thing, I guess, I was even doing with alcohol. It's, like, really bad for you, you know? Like, so, if you don't have respect for your own self, I guess, it's hard to have respect for anything or anywhere or anyone else but man i'm just sorry i'm glad i'm really glad i'm learning these fucking lessons before my boys get old enough where i have to really teach them these fucking morals i'll tell you one thing like i'm not gonna get mad at a lot of shit but if my boys were ever like doing shit like that and i find out about it i'm gonna be so mad because i'm gonna be like that's not how you were raised that is not how you were raised that is fucking that is fucking ridiculous behavior, you know? Like, don't even do it. I don't care if everybody's throwing trash everywhere and the whole place is fucking littered. Like, don't don't add to it. And honestly, like, I mean, I know, I don't expect them to pick up all the trash and shit. I just don't, I wouldn't even be, I'd be like, who are you even hanging out with? If that's the places, you know what I mean? It's fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. That shit's crazy to me. Like, I was in Boy Scouts I'm trying to think, like, if I was ever at spot, like, I've been camping and shit. I've, we went, Boy Scouts, we would leave places cleaner than we'd show up. Like, we'd, we'd be packing out trash that was there before we even got there. Like, little tiny pieces of trash, you know, like at campsites or wherever we were hanging out. But, like, in my own personal life, just hanging out with friends, I never, we'd, we'd go to the beach all the time. We'd fucking hang out in nature all the time. And we'd, I, I don't remember ever leaving trash, so... I don't know. It seems weird, but that's my rant about that. And it's just weird to me also that it's just like... Anyway, so I don't know I don't know how to feel about, like, humanity and shit. I'm just going to keep doing the podcast and telling it, how I, telling it how, I, how I see it. And that's all I can fucking do. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you listen and keep listening. And I have an Instagram at Bleasy Listening. I don't really do much to it yet um i don't know i don't know Uh, maybe one day i will maybe i won't um but you can you can always get in my dms in that it's the same i'm always gonna have like the same logo or whatever like uh as for the instagram as i will for spotify or whatever so i might change it soon but yeah you can get dm me or whatever tell me what you think of episodes or what you want me to talk about in the future also, I have a, I have a email, but honestly, the best way if you want to get at me is the Instagram, at Bleasy Listening. 
All right, everybody, have a good weekend, rest of your week, and then weekend, don't litter, fucking, <laughs> um, and hopefully you stay sober if you're sober, and if your wife is fucking a black guy, then have fun with that, and talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Love you. Peace.